0: Here we are at the Royal Horticultural Society at Wisley, and uh, I'm here with Dr John David. So John, one of the things that we want to talk to you today about is how you actually try and describe
1: or classify the colour of plants. The Society actually produces the colour chart, which is... here.
0: It's a little, a little box.
1: Yes, it's four fans, swatches like a, a paint swatch, which uh, has 996 different colours four tints for each colour, so it's nearly 3,000 different colours and each one is is still not enough to describe all the colours that you can see because the human eye can actually detect nearly a million different colours.
0: And I see as you're fanning that out it's a whole series of different greens and... Shades of green.
1: So the four tints that you get, you start with the, the darkest tint and it goes through to the palest tint and the colours are arrayed in a sequence, not quite related colours adjacent to each other, but in a way in which you can work with them to quickly refer them across to the specimen that you're trying to colour chart.
0: What colour ranges do the other three cover?
1: You have the, the red-purples through to blue, then you have the yellows through orange and red, and then you have the grade colours, because colour can be measured in a three-dimensional way, so you actually have the hue, which are the, each of these swatches is a hue, and then the tone is the gradation of the four tints, and then there's a degree of saturation, which is the amount of greying in a colour. So these greys are where colours are mixed. So you find that brown is is the product of red and green mixed. So where colours are mixed, you get a greying effect. We actually do colour charting in as neutral a light as we possibly can. No direct sunlight, no direct artificial light, because both of those will affect your assessment of the colour. Did you just describe how you'd actually undergo so, the process? So, so what we would do is you have a rough idea of, of the colour, of what you're trying to colour chart, and each of the colour patches has a porthole in it. That's which, like a little hole in the, mid- yes. in the middle of the card. And you hold the specimen up to the porthole and you assess how close the match is. And sometimes you, you don't get a perfect match, but you get the very closest match possible, and that's how you actually get a, a record of the colour.
0: And how do you deal with, say, leaves that are variegated and, and display more than one colour, or you, indeed several you colours? You assess
1: all the colours that you can. Flowers are very variable. They will change colour through the day. They will change colour through their period of opening. So, in bud, fully open, and going over, they will have different colours. What we try and do is select a flower at its best condition for colour charting. And same with leaves or any other part of the uh, that you're trying to colour chart. So presumably, as
0: well, you'd, you'd pick the most representative.
1: Absolutely. Flower colour. And, and you generally try and take, if, if it's a very complicated colour, you take an impression colour. So you have to end up by trying to, to come up with the best estimate of what that colour is. But with others, where you actually have discrete patches of colour, you make a record of each distinct colour. What happens to the the colour description once you've obtained it? When new plants are... Bread and deposited with us for the record, we will colour match those and provide a description, we will actually publish descriptions of new plants with colour matching for the parts. Fascinating, thank you. <laughs>